What is going on, everybody? We are back from their episode of the ABJ podcast, episode 75 of Wade Kruger. Uh, we'll bring him in momentarily. But uh, before we get started, I just want to say thank you guys for always supporting and listening and watching. Uh, if you are listening uh, later on on the audio side of things, make sure you hit a five-star review. Uh, Spotify did just add the Q&A section, so you can ask. Uh, we ask what you thought of the episode. You can leave some feedback in there. It'd be very much appreciated. Audio numbers are down a little bit, so we're trying to do anything we can to pump those up. Uh, Spotify, uh, Apple, and a few other ones do have five stars, five star rating systems, so that very that helps out tremendously. Uh, check the links below for ABJ merchandise as well as uh, tips or donations, or if you would like to join the Patreon. Right now, Patreon is just a uh, a, a a general support that you could do monthly. Uh, there's no bonus content. If there's bonus content you want, we can definitely do so. Um, and that's pretty much it. Follow on all social media. Uh, we we add them all. I know the uh, top up above my head here. There's no threads, so we have to add the threads thing up there, I guess, to stay hip and cool. Uh, also, big the most important thing is make sure you check my links below for my guests. Follow them on all social media, and if they have any of the merch pages, link to that. Please support them, buy some merchandise, and show them some love. Say hey, comment, and be like, I listen to you guys on the ABJ podcast, and the show's value. And then uh, people go, Oh, I want to be on that podcast next because seen wade's social media blow up with all two people so they loved the abj podcast episode um and last but not least thank you to suplex vintage wrestling for keeping the lights on and keeping this podcast going and thriving so suplex vintage wrestling thank you and guys it has finally happened a whole store fully dedicated to vintage wrestling they said it can never be done but i have seen it with my own eyes suplex vintage wrestling is a store curated by wrestling fans for wrestling fans located in fifth fifth street in philadelphia pennsylvania just one block south of south street in the heart of queen village their shop features the largest collection of vintage wrestling apparel under one roof their selection includes classic designs featuring your favorite wrestlers from the golden age attitude era internationals indies and more and if you're tired of watching a premium live events at home svw hosts the best watch party since your friend kyle's birthday party when you were 12 and if shirts and watch parties are not your thing let's not forget their selection of figures replica belts and trading cards from their t-shirts and hats to rare wrestling memorabilia they have something for every wrestling enthusiast out there so what are you waiting for check them out at suplex svw uh, on instagram or their website suplex svw.com and let them satisfy your professional wrestling needs uh th that store is absolutely cool i know that's uh the czw show got canceled uh people i guess called the called the the boys the, the law enforcement or whatever was happening and suplex opened their doors and let all the, the stars come in during their watch party and uh did like a big meet and greet with everybody uh, that couldn't attend and see. So they're super cool. Glad they did that. And um, they have a lot of cool things lined up very coming very soon. Um, we have some people in the chat. Thank you guys so much for joining in. Uh, make sure you use the stream element bots. I'm just trying to buy time now. Cause I was just about to bring him in the other step away, but he's back. Uh, so without further ado, let me bring in my guest. One half of the stepdads, Wade Kruger. What's Yo, going on, bud? What's up? Sorry, I left. I didn't realize, you know, I, I didn't notice that we were going to have like Pokemon on the podcast. So I figured I'd go uh, run and grab one. That's a custom made for me. That's 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 uh, crocheted. That's sick. Yeah. I have a I have a Gengar in the other room, actually. Um, but I wanted to go grab. Yeah, you know, that's that's awesome, actually. Yeah. And then uh, Angel Metro, uh, her her, her the, the, the line she runs for her her late husband, Dream Eater. So he. He rocks the nice. Dream Eater hat. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I had to. I figured I, I would go run and grab a run and go grab a friend. My homie Lily made that for me. She does custom. So if anybody else wants any crocheted Pokemon, hit her up. She's 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 hard working hard. 
I have a run-in over here. I had to tell her, don't scream anything. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, man, thank you once again for doing this. I'm super excited. Yeah, um, uh, thanks for having me. You know, it's uh, it's been... Right. No, you're good. My, my mother. Um, podcasting in my parents' house has been great. She's just staring at me. I'm like, can you like fuck off <laughs> it, you know it's she she heard the stepdads were on so you that's know, what it was she heard stepdads were on so she needed to come up here and check out the stepdads that's exactly what happened look we're we're not trying to <laughs> we're not trying to replace your favorite wrestler we're just hoping that someday you can love us as much as you love them yeah yeah are <laughs> are just trying to be your new stepdad yeah well you know yeah <laughs> so when did you fall in love with this crazy business we call professional wrestling um so i definitely got into it i got into it when i was younger it was a little bit before the attitude era it, it was um my dad grew up as a fan and kind of got me into it that way um i remember watching like saturday uh wcw saturday night um i remember one of the first memories i have is my neighbors had like a Coliseum tape, like VHS tape of matches. And one of like, it was like the Bret Hart, Jerry Lawler feud, like the kiss my foot match. Yeah. yeah. And like Bret versus Isaac Yankum and that, that type of stuff. And like, I, I fell in love with Bret immediately. Um, like, so that's like one of my earliest. And like, I had no idea what was going on backstage. Like my favorite wrestlers, like early on were like Bret and Sean. So yeah, it, it was like, it was like being a fan of division rivals. Like if you're a Cowboys and an yeah. Eagles fan. Yeah. And I, I had no idea. Like I, I had, um, and then my dad took me to a few shows here in Jersey. I went to a few shows in the Meadowlands and MSG. Um, I don't know which, like definitely a few house shows, but my first, like the one I remember the most um, was SummerSlam 97. Um, my dad took me to that. Uh, and like, it was all like from there on, it was all, like that i was i was hooked yeah um but yeah that, that show especially like i have such such high praise for that show and looking back that show is so important to wrestling like it sets up the attitude era like the yeah. attitude like I, I know people point to certain things like that show sets up the hell the first hell in a cell mm -hmm. it sets up the brett title run it sets up the montreal screw job um, it sets up Austin doing all the extracurricular stuff because he can't wrestle. Like that show is so important to the Attitude Era. It's wild to like look at how many things it set in motion. Yeah, absolutely. That was it. That was brought the I I was pre like that pre that too. Like I watched the the Hogan Savage that whole era, and then when everyone jumped ship went to WCW, I refused to watch WCW. I I put the line in the sand and I was like, I am WWF and don't. I went to my buddy's house and he was doing the channel flipping on Mondays. I was like, if you change the channel one more time, I'm never coming back here. I used to <laughs> I used to watch the WCW undercard, um, because I, I was a big fan. Like I loved the cruiserweights and stuff. Yeah. So I would watch that Chris Jericho, early, early guy that I loved uh, over there, Alex Wright. Um, I know everyone loves Mysterio. Like I was more of a Hoovy guy. Uh, I liked Psychosis. I liked his mask. So my my two favorites were Hoovy and Super Callow. So th that's that's where it's at for me. Yeah. And, um, and like I loved I loved like the Horsemen and uh, Benoit and malenko and like I, I it was such a good 
the undercard was so good. And then as soon as they'd get to the old guys, I would switch it off. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, it ruined a lot. It definitely did. But yeah. So growing up, you're hooked, you're watching it and watching it at what, like, I like to throw this one in here too. Like growing up throughout school and high school and stuff, were you into sports? Were you what, like, where did you fall in as a yeah. person? Huge, huge sports fan. Played a lot of sports. Um, played soccer, basketball, baseball, uh, tennis. Um, played pretty. You, you much had a high school. You had a tennis team. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a tennis team in grade school, but not high school. That's crazy. Um. It was. It wasn't like an official school. Like it was kind of like an offshoot, like that someone had put together. Because why not? But yeah, I played yeah. doubles tennis, um, and then I went to high. I went to a high school that had no sports. Uh, yeah, I went to a vocational high school. Oh, um, okay. Literally on the beach on Sandy Hook, uh, New Jersey, not the other one. Um, and like we had no sports. I did a, a ROTC, but that was. Um, if you wanted to play sports, you went to like your home school because like the school yeah. was everybody from around the county. Mm-hmm. My graduating class had sixty nine kids in it. Where was a small oh, school? Same here. We're we're about that size too. Um, so transitioning from you know school and and still being a fan, when did you decide I'm gonna uh, become? I want to be in this business. I want to seek out a school. I want to start training. So I originally never planned on on wrestling at all. Um, I went to a lot of indie shows. I had fallen out of love with wrestling. Um, started going to indie shows because my friend was like, yo, you know, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and those guys we watch on TNA, they're going to be wrestling in Edison at ROH. Um, he's like, we should go. And I'm like, shit. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Like, um, it was like Aries and strong and like a lot of guys I had seen in like one-offs, but that I enjoyed. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm so down for that. And it ended up being, uh, the ROH fourth anniversary show. Um, the guys I ended up falling in love with were Danielson, um, Jimmy Rave, uh, and the main event was AJ and Seidel versus Roderick and Aries. It was an, a crazy show. Wow. Um, yeah, stacked. Uh, and yeah, that brought me back into it. And then like my junior year of high school, I had a bunch of friends who were seniors and we'd all hang out at, on Sundays and watch pay-per-views and then drive to school the next morning as like, you know, as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, now did that dive you back into all wrestling or were you yeah. kind of like mainstream yeah. is eh, we're on the ROH? I, I definitely enjoyed the indies more, but I still watched because like all my friends watched. Yeah. Um, so like that would have been like around like Ray versus Orton versus angle, like triple threat yeah. mania, like that era. And yeah, that got me back into it. And I started going to local shows, Jersey, all pro started doing ringside photography for Jersey, all pro. Um, so like I was doing, it, it's crazy. Like there's guys I run into now that like I used to do photos for. Like I used to shoot ringside for like Kenny Omega, and like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's wild. It, and actually, one of my favorite to go, to go a little off topic. One of my favorite things to do is I have a bunch of photos with wrestlers from that era, and anytime I get to share a locker room with one of them, I always do a current photo and like mash them together. Yeah. Um. So I have a do bunch you, of. Like, do you still have your old photos of like shows with Kenny and stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah. That do you have them all on your Instagram and everything like that? Um I could I could definitely post a few up on Instagram if you want. Yeah, that's a that's um, a good that's good content. That's a good follow. Yeah, I used to post I, I used to post them every once in a while. I, I definitely posted um I posted one with Danielson, uh, I posted one with Brody Lee. Um 
posted one with Johnny Saint. Like I have a bunch of random, That's like crazy. from that that Shikara era too. Um, yeah, I did a little ringside for them. Uh, yeah, and then that got me back into it. And through that, I met a bunch of other friends who sat in the front row at Jersey All Pro shows who started to backyard. And even then, I was like, eh, I don't really, I don't want to do. Like I'm not. I'll, like, I'll come <laughs> hang out. I'll come hang out and like manage, like and just like have fun with it. And then I was like, I think I could do this. Like, I'm watching them put matches together, and I'm like, how do you guys watch wrestling all this time? And, like, you don't know how to put a match together. Like, I feel like this isn't, like, you guys are just doing moves. And I'm like, you can put a match together. There's Like, this is not hard. Um, I started doing it from there. And then we brand, like we had a whole message board with other groups that backyarded. And we met them and did super shows and traveled to, like, Allentown and upstate New York and did shows with them. Um like super backyard shows. Yeah, we we had. I want to like, find today. I want to find like people who are yarding we, and just into it, and I want to go support them. <laughs> we, we we don't find much, sadly. Like we look, we keep an eye out. Um, but yeah, we used to have, we used to run a yearly show. This is years later, but like uh, called New York Extravaganza NYE. Um, and we'd have like eighty people, and like. People would fly in from the UK and, <laughs> and Canada. Yeah, Dan Maccabe flew in, like we like uh, from Vancouver. Um, Will Osprey almost came to one of our shows at one point. Um, so silly. Yeah, uh, Alex Zane was a regular in our yard, like in our super shows. Um, guys that are like everywhere. Uh, the guys who run freelance, like uh, Craig and Matt Nix and those guys, Olson. They were like. Uh, the Chad or Ty Hill, like all those guys, they all came from the yard from the same message boards and we all had shows together and it just kept growing. Um, at one point, our week, we used to film like a month's worth of shows at a time on a weekend up in Cooperstown and we'd air them like once a week. And like we would go on, we went on Twitter and like Chuck Taylor was like live tweeting, watching them. And I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> So like, cause we had a ring, we, we, we had guys come in who trained and like showed us how to run ropes and showed us how to do the basics and made sure we weren't going to get hurt. It's like guys like, uh, Arbo and Andy and, um, the PA guys, Deppin, uh, like they would come in and show us how to do stuff. And like, uh, Johnny Cockstrong was a guy that like helped us a lot early on. Um, Eric Corbis, guys like that would show us how to do stuff and then, we'd at least not be hurting each other, but we had a ring. We had rings. We had shows. Um, it's wild. It, it, looking back, it's it, the stuff we did. I don't know how nobody died. Um, <laughs> I don't bump anymore because of it. Like I, I did all my bumps in the yard. I'm done. Yeah. I, I was taking German suplexes in a concrete driveway. Like I'm good. Oh, <laughs> no, thank you. Because guess what? When your friends have seen every, every stupid thing that's ever been stupided, uh, all you can do is the next stupidest thing. Yeah. So I would be like, look at them doing this stupid stuff for 12 fans. It's like, yeah. So I went from never wanting to wrestle to having friends who wrestled to doing the dumbest stuff. And then everyone else kind of stopped. And I was like, I feel like I'm just getting good. Like yeah. I want to stop now. You know what? And I never, ever heard someone putting the match together. Say I never heard someone who was putting together their match, walk up to the promoter say, how many tickets are sold? And then book their match accordingly. They're just like, what can we do? <laughs> like, yeah. And then they do it. They don't care. They don't care if there's a hundred people out there, yep. if there's six people or if there's 14,000, they're, they're putting their match together the way they want to do their match. Yeah. There's, 
there's times where I, I definitely will like pull back a little where I'm like, maybe not today, but like, uh, <laughs> there's times where I'm just like, yeah, d- double suplex me on the outside on the floor or like hit me with a crazy German suit. We, we had a match up in upstate New York, um, a couple years ago with these guys called the Nachi mafia, who I love super underrated guys from that, the Buffalo area. And I was just coming up with ideas for them on the fly. They're like, we can't make it next month. So we, we got to get suspended. So we're going to attack teams after the match. I was like, what if you just come out and attack every tag team the whole night? <laughs> and then you come out and attack everybody. And then you're like, well, now you have to give us a title shot because there's nobody left. And then you get suspended. And I'm yeah. like, that's such a good like through line of the night. And I just threw it at the promoter. And he's like, yeah, sure. That's a great idea. And I was like, yeah, good. Because they're doing it. Yeah. And they come out after our match. And the one dude is like 6'5", jacked. Um just starts corner to corner German suplexing me like four times. Like I was wearing slippers. They flew off into the crowd. <laughs> um, he did three of them and I was just dead and I saw him leaving and the ref comes to check on me and I'm like, yo, tell him to come back and do one more. <laughs> so, like I start to get up and the ref runs down to be like, no, no, you got to go. And he's like, he wants you to come back. And he just runs beelines down like Charles Robinson running the mania entrance mm-hmm. and just tosses me. And like it is, I love doing stuff like that. That wasn't yeah. even part of the match. Like it was just I, fun. I hate when you go to a show. I just, I, this happened a few times on commentary where like match two, something happens and the commissioner figure or leader figure comes down like, don't you do that. And then match three, four, and five all have run-ins, but then he doesn't care about those four run-ins. It's like you ruin consistency. So like, yep. I like how you said, just come jump at Like if they do it once, yeah. Then what's their motive? Just be like, I only wanted these guys. No, you yep. want all of them. Yeah. There was, uh, we had a, a match one time with, um, oh God, I can't think of their name. Uh, born to, born to wrestle. Um, what are their PA guys? Uh, Chris Chichester and, uh, uh, they Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They came born to the to sanctuary wrestle, once. Right? Yeah. Born to wrestle. We called them born the stunt when they came to the sanctuary. Yeah, so we, we we wrestled them. We were tag champs. We wrestled them. Um, during the match, they grabbed our thermostat and they climbed to the top to like like they were going to turn it up. And they got to the top and they dropped it, and it fell and hit the floor and cracked and exploded. And me and Rad just sat up like and stared at them like the craziest deaths there. And we fought out of like the match got thrown out. We 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 attacked them. We fought out of the. We fought to the back. You shot on them. Yeah. Well, this was semi-planned. Yeah. And then we were like, you know, it'd be really funny if we kept fighting into so, the next match. So yeah. Intermission comes up and we fight through intermission. We fight through the ring and then like out back back to the back. Um main events, the the, the announcer comes out and he's like, it's time for the main event. We come out with our with our gear bags changed still fighting (laughs) hitting each other with our gear bags we fight through the ring while they're trying to announce the main event start out of the door and just never come back (laughs) so no merch that night but it was worth it and then covid happened so there was no show for 14 months so theoretically (laughs) you're still fighting (laughs) yeah we we fought we that was our last time there i think We, we fought forever we're still fighting you should book they should book you again like yep. next weekend and then just fight back out of the crowd. Like three people will remember it, but it'll be yep. worth it. We're Russell Crowe <laughs> fighting around the world right now. Yeah. 
So when did exactly like now when you joined and got into wrestling, were you always were you a singles guy for a while? When did the tag team really fall so in for you? I I started I did three singles matches before with like a different gimmick. Um, I was like a like a Alaskan mountain man, like very quiet, like brooding, scary. Um, I was the Cody. I was Kodiak Kruger. So I had the bear. So I, the bear thing is the only is the one thing that stayed. Yeah. Um, I was doing that, and Rad was doing his uh, a different tag team thing that he hated, and I had my three matches. My they're awful. Don't look them up. Um, the first match is fine. It's a, it's a it's a six man tag. I basically it's a tag team and me, so they're tagging each other the whole time. I finally come in for the hot tag. I clean house, and then I walk out because I'm like, why you guys didn't want to tag me the whole time? I'm out. Um. Basic, very basic, like, first match. My second match ever was against the guy in his first match ever. Uh, it went as well as you would expect. Um, and then my third match ever was an eight-man ladder match. Uh, it went, I think, better than it should have. Um, <laughs> an eight-man ladder match. Yeah. I took a... Uh, was it an indie scene ladder match where they only bring one ladder? Yes. <laughs> Actually, there may have been two. Okay, um, I watched one where they broke the only ladder they brought, <laughs> and the ref had to hold the ladder so he can climb it. I definitely, I got killed on one. So like I, I did a spot where I, I teased my Rikishi driver on a ladder that was across the bottom rope in the corner. So like I teased like I was gonna run and spike the guy on it, and he fell off the back, super kicked me, went up top and double stomped me. So I bounced off the ladder, and then he took the ladder and climbed. So it was a good. I like the finish. Like it, yeah. it was. Um, got to the back, all the vets were like, that sucked. And I was like, probably. Um, <laughs> and then, and then they were like, well, you're not, we don't know if we're going to book you anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, you got a really good glimpse of it with my match against the guy in his second match ever. And then an eight man ladder match and Rad didn't like what he was doing. So we were like, well, we're going to go workshop this stepdad's thing. And we started doing it at warriors of wrestling tapings. And what year is this? Uh, this is like seven years ago. So 2016, 2017-ish. Okay. We started doing Warriors Wrestling tapings in Staten Island with uh, Jake Gomez. Um, and just like working our stuff out and figuring out... Like the first few matches we have are like way too many moves, no character. Like Rad is hitting like Poison Ranas and I'm like throwing guys on their head. Um one of our first matches ever is against Sonny Kiss, which is kind of funny, uh, at, at, at a random taping. Um, yeah, it, it like we just we felt like we had something with it. So we're like the, the company we were doing the other stuff with didn't want to book it. So we're like, well, we're just going to go out and make our way with what we're doing. And a guy who helped us really get started and get our foot in the door of going places and trying new stuff and meeting new people was Mr. Grimm uh, from the Baltimore scene, uh, mm -hmm. the Hitman for Hire. Yep. Uh, love him. Great dude. Helped us get our foot in the door in like Rhode Island. And, and we met people through that and got booked in other places up there through that. So shout out to him. Um, he's got, he's got like 15 kids and he, and he, and he still travels and, and does yeah. this somehow he's an animal. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a good dude. Um, yeah. He kind of helped us get out there. We wrestled him in our second tag match ever. Uh, and I don't know, he, he didn't hate it. So he, he didn't hate us. Uh, and we kind of just grew from there and like, it's funny. We really don't have a home. Like we don't have a home promotion. 
yeah just kind of travel yeah because like the the place we started at didn't want to book the gimmick so we left and then just kind of made our way from there and what's and, the what's the place that uh you guys were working actually the night i was at that show i was going to come in and watch you guys wrestle and i got so sick on the way up there i definitely got covid that night and i just stayed in the car um uh i was in the car shivering like with the heat on i was dying and i had to drive mike and uh sierra riley up to the show and you i think that was the night that you guys uh you did the bit where you dressed up as tyrant and tyrant dressed up as you guys yes yes yeah yeah, at, uh, at LTW. That's at LTW, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, I love that video, by the way. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, so we started uh, SWO out in Central PA. Um, mm-hmm. And it just, like, it, it's a fine promotion. It just, for whatever reason, we we never gelled there. Um, it, it just never worked. Uh, I don't know why. Even we went back one time and we're like, oh, man, we're, we're so much better now. We're going to have a great match. And the match sucked. And I'm like, no, let's just stop. Like, we're just, there's just bad luck. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you think it's because it's like there's a lot of gimmicks in wrestling, but not a lot of gimmick like that gimmick, like comedy tag teams, which I think is a mistake. Like, I think what you guys do, you do very, very well. And you're very entertaining. And then yeah. you could also go out and actually like you can do like you're like. The, my guest that I had a couple episodes on, like a Stan Styles. Stan Styles can wrestle any style you put at him. He can put any match you want on, but Stan Styles is going to be Stan Styles. And I think yeah. the stepdads are the same way. Is you can do what you're asked of, but you're going to get some stepdads in there too. Yeah, I think so many people get caught up in the idea of like what's gimmick and what's wrestling, and like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you're a gimmick wrestler. Oh, you're you're serious. Like there's the difference between a gimmick wrestler and a wrestler is like so slim. It's such a thin margin. Like. Yeah. Th- I have a, a move where like I do the, the dip on the sister Abigail and I yell you're grounded and then I hit it. The, yeah. the only difference between that and anything else is that I take the pause and that's just character. Like if, if yeah. you don't have a nothing bothers me more than when I watch wrestling and like a guy has like all this entrance gear that he comes out and then he like gets to the ring and it's just in like plain trunks and like and I'm like so your your gimmick is just your entrance. He dresses like he's wrestling for New Japan, and then when he gets in the ring, he's an MMA fighter. Yeah, and, and I think that's like I get that that's where wrestling's going, and I I like it. I enjoy it. I love Japanese wrestling. I love, but there there needs to, to too many people want to be that, and then there's not enough. Like there should be a little bit of everything. Yeah. When you watch a show and it's just like the same looking guys the whole way down, it's like, well, what is who am I rooting for? like? I I loved as a promotion the venue the look the titles the wrestling of NXT UK when it first started yeah. but every single wrestler wore black trunks black knee pads had an undercut with long hair on the top and had a beard and everyone but, looked this exactly the same it's crazy to me that WWE for a while had more programming than it's ever had and all of it was the same there was nothing mm-hmm. to differentiate the shows and there could have been so much to differentiate them if they yep. just like there's so few guys in wrestling that it's like th- their gimmick is just I'm a wrestler who blank. Like uh, there's very few guys where I'm like, man, I would pay to watch that guy get his ass kicked. Like mm-hmm. I, I I love that in wrestling. Like it's like yeah, look at Orange Cassidy. Everyone shits on him and says they don't understand him, and then he that. wrestles. And after and after he's done wrestling, you're like, oh, he's amazing. And yeah. then next week you're like, I hate Orange Cassidy. And then he wrestles. You're like, oh. Like it's like you have amnesia, like you forget yep. because you buy into his character so much. Yeah, oh, he's the best. Like yeah, he's absolutely, so absolutely one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Um, perfect example of just like if he just did those moves, it'd be so boring. Like yeah, 
and for the whole like just la- I'm too good, I'm lazy, like and I'm too cool for this. <laughs> and even in, even in kayfabe, it makes sense of like the idea of he's like baiting you in. It's mm-hmm. not that people don't know what he does; it's that they're annoyed. Like we we have stuff. Anytime we do silly stuff, we're always like, "How do you want to play this?" Because we can play it where we're the silly ones. Or that they're also the silly ones. Like if I steal somebody's nose in a match, <laughs> if I do it with someone like Stan Styles, he's gonna play along. Yep. And he's gonna try to get it back. But if I'm wrestling a team like Tyrant, I don't want them to act like I stole their nose. It's stupid. Yeah. So like, like I don't need what you it's still well, here. <laughs> so the way you play it that way is they're just getting mad that we're screwing around. Mm-hmm. Like and it's the same spot. It's just the way you interact with the other team is what makes it its own thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's nobody's making anyone look bad. It's just fun. The crowd gets into it. Like, I think you need a little bit of all of that on a show. It's like when if you got a, a, a Sunday, like an ice cream Sunday, and it was all the same flavor, you'd get tired of it. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree. Uh, wrestling should be like the Muppet show. Every, there should be a spot for everybody. Like it should yeah. be a little bit of flavor. Tyrant real quick to talk about them. They, when I first met them, I was like, I'm not going to be into this. I thought that I, when they first came in, they like, they walked in and they're like not too far off what their wrestling gear is when they walk in. Yep. And I'm like, man, they take themselves away. And I just, I judge them right off the bat. I'm like, they take themselves way too seriously. I can't. St-. And then I watched them go in and they just like, immediately will be the scary strong guys but then also act like complete goofballs yeah. and then i went and had an actual cover and i'm like they're the sweetest human beings on the- yep. like i love those guys so much yeah and it's just that's why wrestling is a collaborative effort it's like take yeah. a little bit of what makes you you take a little bit of what makes us us and let's make a unique thing that wouldn't happen with any other combination yeah um i hate when it's, it's somebody's just like this is my spot and i do it the same with everybody well then what's the point then yeah. like I, I one of the first times I think I ever seen you guys is someone uh, showed me a footage of you guys. I believe at Backbreakers Entertainment, uh, which all the footage is gone, so you can't even see the spot. But it was uh, it was you. I forget who he was tagging with, but I definitely know Trajan was in it. It might have been AJ Evers. It, I, could be uh, I know. Is it is it the thermostat spot? The thermostat spot. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's on he? my that's on my TikTok. That has like thirty thousand views on TikTok. Really? Yeah. Who who was who was uh, Trajan tagging with? Evers. Yeah. Was it AJ Evers? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they come out with a thermostat and like a dad, if you turn the thermostat up, they, they freak out. So they're dead laid out in the ring. They take the thermostat, they go up to the corner and they turn it up and you guys sit up like the undertaker. And then you go yep. from like the goofy stepdads to just turn into monsters, <laughs> yep. which is so good. And the first time I seen that, I was like, I love this team. I need this. But like you said, you guys really don't have a home promotion. So you bounce around a lot. And I was like, I never get to see them because you're everywhere. <laughs> The funny thing about that spot is, like, we 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 hit the double choke slam, we kill him, we lose that match. We did yeah. not win that match. Like, we've won with that before. Um, th- there is so much other silly crap in that match. Uh, at one point, um, oh, it's AJ and Trajan. Of course, there's silly shit in the match. Yeah, they are AJ, nuts. AJ stops us because he lost a contact, and we start helping him and looking around <laughs> for it, and we get double curb stomped while looking for it. Yeah. Um, I AJ and Trajan are the some of the funniest human beings. Oh, dude, like, I had so much fun in that match. Yeah, um, we had fun in Backbreakers. We we were not uh, we were brought in there not because of Backbreakers, but because of Brad. 
mm-hmm. who asked us to come because he was booking like a new version of the tag division, which was like us, Evers and Trajan, Diamond City, uh, Blue, and Blue and Gold. And funny thing, before our first match there, we had a triple threat with Blue and Gold, Diamond City, and us. And we're about to walk out and the actual booker of the show is in the back and he goes, he just looks at us and goes, well, if this match sucks, I didn't book it. And I'm like, (laughs) and then we went out, we went out and had like a 20 minute banger and like left. And then there was like an attack and we ran back out and we got like the Hogan moment of like, Oh my God, they're back. They're saving the day. And I was like, I came to the back and I was just like, good luck. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, I was just like, I'll never get that attitude, and it, it it pissed me off so much. But like, it it motivated me, and I I, I needed it. So yeah, what uh, I I probably know the answer to this, but what are some matches or the match that stands out for you guys in your career, and why is it Rock and Roll Express? It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. That's not that wouldn't be. That, it's not my choice because it's so simple. Um, yeah. Like the, the whole matches. So we got there that day and we start putting the match together and we're talking to Ricky and Robert. We go up to Ricky and we're just like, Hey, we're the guys who are working with you today. And he's like, oh, okay, nice to meet you guys. And Robert's over in the corner, like putting a sleeper hold on Mike Skyros or something. It's like screwing around and showing them spots. And, and Ricky's just like, Oh yeah, Robert's over there. Don't let anyone know that Robert sucks. <laughs> Yo, for how, like, they are still, abs- they absolutely mess with each other the whole time. The whole time. I have a story afterwards. They, they kept doing it. Yeah. Oh, I, I took the photo. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. They, they, um, they start putting, we start putting the match together and they're like, so what do you guys do? You know, we could do like hip toss and arm drag. And I'm just like, I, they're like, what do you guys do? And I'm like, we spank people. And they're just like. Oh, you guys don't want to work. You guys don't want to work. You want to wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you want to ha- put a, a show together. And I'm like, yeah. So we, we had a silly ass match where like they kept making us accidentally hit each other and mm-hmm. um, like get angry at each other. And then they would like beat us up. And his it, exact words, I think he said he was, we're going to have some fun. Oh, you don't want to work. You want to have some fun here tonight or something like that. Like yeah. he looked at Robin. He's like, we're going to have fun here tonight. We're not doing this stupid before. We're going to have some fun and not just do uh, the, the same old bullshit or something like that. Yeah. So like, we had a very yeah. like story match. Very silly. I was, very... I was definitely eavesdropping on you guys. Yeah. Setting your match very, together, very it's fucking rock and roll express. And I'm very stick heavy, very stick heavy. Um, a lot of fun, easy match all on the fly for the most part. Like stuff got wonky. I was in there for a double down called on the fly. It went well. Um, Rad took the Canadian at the end, and then it was over. So cool! <laughs> uh, but that was that match was for Rad. That that was like his dream match. I was yeah. never like that was never my my scene. Um, for me, I had a bigger I had a bigger match that I was more excited for a few weeks later at True, which was the Stepdads versus uh, Unbreakable Andy and Aaron Arbo, um, which to the, to this day is still their last match. Uh, but like I wanted to wrestle those guys so bad, and I love that match. It came out so good. There's a music video for it that Andy made. It's up if you search. Unbreakable for- Andy was so criminally underrated and didn't do more than he probably should have because like I just I seen him I think- wrestle a handful of times. He's so good, and then he got a really really bad injury. Like- yeah, he was kind of scared to get out there too at times because I yeah. was pushing for him to get booked in Jersey All Pro in like 2008. 
I seen him at a mall one time. I was like, bro, you're so talented. And he's just like, yeah, like he just never believed in himself. Oh man. Watch his yard stuff. It's insane. Uh, Anarchy Andy, but um, yeah. Uh, Yeah. The 18 versus stepdads was like, that's one of my favorite matches. Um, Another match that I loved that is just a straight up wrestling match. It's like two face teams just going balls to the wall for 10 minutes. Um, Stepdads versus miracle generation. Uh, Love that match. Um, Love those guys. Uh, we wrestled them before they were way too big to wrestle us. Um, shout out to Kylon and Dustin. They don't remember who I am, but I remember who they are. Uh, and if they watch this, they'll get very upset that I said that. Um, <laughs> they're, they're big time stars now. They're, uh, they're absolutely, they're probably, I would say top five, top three uh, tag teams on the independent scene right now. Yeah. Oh, they're unreal. Um, and the match we had with them, I thought was really good. And, uh, but and then we we kind of so we had this match that was like super indie-rific with them, um, like super fun, crazy, us doing crazy stuff, them doing crazy stuff, and then like it kind of got us unbooked because the, the promoter wanted us to have a like a fun, silly match, and I was like, we had to go out and kill it with them. Are you kidding me? We had yeah. to prove we could. Um, and the fans were kind of like they, they. I saw them talking about it beforehand. They did like a fan roundtable for the show where they were like talking previewing the show and they were like oh that's going to be such a silly fun match and i'm like well now we can't give them that they're expecting yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah that, that's that's right up there with as one of my favorites um we had a uwa match uh, in jersey here against uh they were tp5 at the time but it's uh young dumb and broke it was yeah. uh ellis ellis and charlie um love that match it, it's a really fun we do some stuff in that match we've never done before like Charlie pulls out a cigarette because he's going to start smoking and I like talk him down and like uh, <laughs> Ellis keeps climbing to the top and I keep doing the dad thing of I'm going to give you the three to get down like really silly stuff yeah. but like then also like a crazy finish um, good like eight minute match uh, yeah stuff like oh and then the ugly ducklings we had like a 30 minute match of the year with them up in upstate New York um, what else cold cash in Connecticut, we had a stepladder match. We're actually doing another in a few weeks. <laughs> a stepladder match? Stepladder warfare, yeah. Uh, at, uh, at Lit Wrestling up in Connecticut. Um, that's happening at the end of the month. Did uh, you guys cash in during the uh, pandemic when people were doing cinematic stuff? No, we we never got to do a cinematic match. Um, oh I, feel like we... I, I feel like you guys should have done like a gutter cleaning ladder match or something like we, that like whoever cleans the gutters out wins the match or something we, we had like a uh a really fun years back we were in a feud with a team and we had like a everything you could find in the garage type of street fight so like i was hitting them with a keyboard and vinyl records and uh i got choke slammed on a laundry basket and rad took a ddt on a vcr like that was it was just a whole bunch of stuff we found at goodwill uh and it, it went really it was really fun um I love doing like just working our gimmick into like the stepladder mm-hmm. matches. I did the Terry Funk spot with the te- with a, a, a two foot tall ladder on, and just then and, and everyone just stood there and laughed at me. <laughs> and then as they stood there, your and elbow laughed, stuck out longer than the ladder probably did. Yeah, so I spun. <laughs> they just stood in the corner, looked at each other, regrouped. I took it off and then just sabooed them in the face of the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about the. Uh the the rock and roll rib what what because i've told the story before and, and now i need someone to co-sign it because it's one of the funniest things that ever happened to me in this business yeah so yeah we're in the back robert is like quick undressed done handled 
Um, yeah. Ricky is is bullshitting with everybody as he does. He's um, Winnie the Pooh in it. Yeah, and he is Winnie the Pooh in it in just <laughs> a, a t-shirt and tidy whities um, and, and a towel at, at one point. Like, uh, and yeah, he he. Uh, I asked Robert before I was like before intermission and before we like have to all go and we don't we don't run to each other. I was like, could we get a picture together as a group? And uh, he's like, sure, but it's got to be right now. And he said that just because Ricky didn't have pants on. Well, as Ricky's doing this, because I'm watching this exchange, Ricky's in the towel because yeah. he's just removed the underwear. Yes. yes. <laughs> so he's sitting on a chair, and the, the photo of it is 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 up on like our social media, and it's me and Rad, Robert, and in the front, sitting down is Ricky because he has no pants on. <laughs> and I'm taking the photo and, and Robert is holding his shirt over his junk. Oh, yeah. And I literally just said, I'm going to crop up. You're fine. And he goes, oh, okay. And then it goes like this. And his shirt just comes right up. And I'm staring right at Rock and Roll Express history. <laughs> what a, what a, I just started laughing because when he put his fingers up, I was like, oh, my God. And then you guys all see me. And then they start laughing. Robert pops. Like, it was it was so funny. Yeah. 40 years later, they're still ribbing each other. I love yeah. that. He's just like, yeah, we're going to take a photo right now right now we have to go right now and he's like yep. and I, I was like what and he looked over and there's robert pulling his underwear off <laughs> yeah one of only two times we've ever gotten to wrestle like a tv name the other time was uh against hornswoggle that's awesome uh yeah we had a triple threat it was us uh dog nation and um tommy floyd and hornswoggle at true wrestle I, I remember that show went long because luke from the bushwhackers just walked around the arena 150 times and just kept getting more kids yeah it just took forever it took for yes. the match with, with him and skyros and i think it was like a tag yep. it was like a six minute match but he went another 15 walking around the arena then walked into the ring cut a promo got out of the ring and I'm then right. did another another yep. six minutes around the ring <laughs> i was just like yo this it was like a 35 minute match <laughs> what a time what a time to be alive <laughs> that was so fun I think uh, uh, Sunny was there that night. She was. I ate her pizza after she left. Yeah, she Sunny left a couple was there that night. Of uh, Virgil, Virgil was there. Uh, actually, Virgil uh, told us that night about something that just dropped now, like about Million Dollar Man's kid. Oh, he told us about it that night. He's like, "Yeah, Million Dollar Man's coming back with Cameron Grimes because he has to pay some debts off because Vince is going to try to help his boy out of trouble." And then it happened. I was like. Yo, Virgil wasn't bullshitting. <laughs> I was like, I just, he's he's just talking shit. And then yep. it happened. I was like, holy fuck, Virgil was, uh, he dropped some knowledge on us. Yep. But yeah, such a, such a cool, such a fun night that was. Uh, who are some tag teams on the scene that you haven't worked that you would love to? Um, I mean, of like, of like the, the bigger like names, like I feel like the stepdads versus the acclaimed would be so much fun. Yeah. Um, Man, it's I would love to wrestle anyone. Like, have you worked I, main event yet? No, we we were supposed to at True Wrestling, and they had like we we put up a post. So we had been asked by the promoter, we're like, who, they were like, who do you guys want to wrestle? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. So I was like, let's put up a post and be like, who do the fans want to see us wrestle? And people said the main event, and I have reached out and I was like, yo, we should do this. And they were booked, but then they got another booking somewhere else. Yeah, that was a bigger booking. But like, 
it was funny. The fans would have actually not realized that they had booked a match because we we that never happens where people say yeah, like, yeah. who are you. So we we actually were gonna do it legit, and then it never it hasn't gotten to happen. That'd have been that'd be a fun one. Yo, yeah, that would be such a good, uh, such a good one. Um, who were some other? Hmm. I mean, there's there's certain ones that would that scare me to wrestle because like I don't think I'm good enough. Uh, but like. I would wrestle just about anybody, honestly. Like I, I, I love. I just love to wrestle. Um, yeah. I, I. I don't know. It's. I don't watch. I'm like kind of out of the scene of like I, I don't watch enough to know. Who's on the scene right now, indie wise? Yeah, it's. I, I've kind of just been so often doing my own thing that like if you don't have iwtv the only indie stuff that you really consume is probably just gcw because it gets the most media attention yeah and i mean i'd love to wrestle like uh was it mance and manders they're teaming yeah. like I, I love manders so i would love to do that match i would love to do some big boy shit with him um uh like i i'd i just would love to work oh effie and ally would be really oh yeah bussy yeah, that'd be a really fun match. I feel like with us, uh, <laughs> they're out of control too. They'll book they'll book some out of outlandish shit with you guys. Yeah, uh, and then like there's trios I'd love to do. Like I'd love to trios with like Dan the Dad. Um, I'd love to trios. It almost happened once, and I want it to happen so goddamn bad. I want to trios with uh, Buff Bagwell as the Buff Daddies. <laughs> I yeah, want yeah. the Buff Daddies to happen. Um, I wanted to trios at one point with Thomas Santel. I thought that would be such a, the oval teen dream and the stepdads I thought would be so much fun. Uh, it just like, it hasn't happened yet. Um, you know, it would be a fun trios and it could Rick probably City happen. Boys would be a, a good match too. I think uh, a good trios that could probably happen, especially at Grimm's uh, because he kind of, ha- he looks like a little young rad uh, that Zach Zander. Cause he has like the long hair and like the like when he grows his little beard and always, and he could be legit like the dad. And then you're the stepdad to him. And it could be like a trio. <laughs> the, the trio should be uh, him, Rad and Hawthorne because they look like a three evolution Pokemon <laughs> of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to wrestle diamond city again. It's been a while since we've wrestled them and they've gotten so much better and we've gotten so much better. Um, but yeah, there's, I, uh, I definitely want to wrestle Xander and precious, like, like yeah. I, that, the new tag team champions. Yeah. Oh my God. That'd be great. I'd love to work those guys. Um, I, I, I went, when precious first came to, I mean, I, we knew him before, but like when he came to, uh, GTS, I was like, we're going to adopt you as our child. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's such a good, I've known him outside of the wrestling business for probably like five years before we, he actually got in. Uh, he's, he's such a good kid and his whole family is just diehard wrestling kids. So this kid is literally living his dream every weekend. Um, what, one, one more last question and we'll get to some fan chat, fan, fan questions here and we'll try to squeeze in what you do outside of podcast, outside of wrestling. Um, but where did the name Wade Kruger come from? How did that, how did that evolve from? So, uh, my backyard wrestling name was, patrick wade wilson a big deadpool guy yep so and patrick was for patrick bateman but it's also my middle name um Mm -hmm. so i kept the wade part as an homage to that and then kruger was i was a heel i was like 
uh, it's funny. I picked Rad's last name in wrestling, and he picked mine. Like he, I was like, what's a good idea? And I was like, no one uses Kruger. I was like, Kruger sounds good with Wade. Um, and we were originally heels as a stepdad. So I was like, that's such a good, like terrorizing kids name. Yeah. Um, so, and then he was looking for something. He's like, I need something that's like kind of fancy, but like kind of stuck up, but kind of not. Cause he was doing a heel thing. And I was like, well, Belmont. I was like, I, I, we're, I'm a Castlevania guy. So I was like, yeah, Belmont's perfect. Um, and then Radley is from his backyard thing. So like we're, we're both amalgamations of, uh, Horror, ca- horror characters yeah. and our yard first names. I love that. That's uh, I knew the Kruger was, and I kind of thought the wager from Deadpool, but I, I, you have to, you have to ask. Um, yeah. So here's some, here's a question in the chat. Um, where's, where are some places in the world you'd want to wrestle? Oh, uh, man, I'd love to do. I, I'd love to do like a show in actual, like we, we did a show in Queens once, but I'd love to do a show like in New York city, like just somewhere. Um, MSG obviously would be a dream, but like, uh, Prudential Center too would be like those would be two places that are local that would be like dreams. Um, but I just want to wrestle anywhere that'll have me. I'd love to, I'd love to wrestle anywhere that would want to fly me out to go there. Like that's that's it. Um, I'd love to say I love Japanese wrestling. I'd love to say I'd love to wrestle in Japan, but I'm terrified to do that. So like, there's no way I'm keeping up with those guys. They're crazy. Uh. But like, oh, I'd love to do like the UK. Uh, I love, I love it over there. So I'd love to do. I'm taking my first trip. I, I fly out on the 23rd. Yeah, actually, I, I, I the, love the, the, the person who asked this question. Is uh, he 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 essentially got us tickets for All In? Hell yeah! I've never been to a pay per view, so and I'm gonna go to the one that's probably gonna be the biggest wrestling draw of all time. Yeah, I I walked out there. I went. I've only been to two. One of them was SummerSlam when I was nine or eight or whatever yeah. I was, and one was full gear this past year uh well here you go this one's kind of a asked by two different people but uh what are some of your favorites right now in impact new japan AEW, mlw who are some people okay. who are some of your favorites out there i mean it's going to be more historic but like to, to give you like a, a current guy i love uh and i've known him a long time and i love what he's doing right now and i think he's the freaking man is uh, alex coughlin love alex coughlin absolute monster dope mustache um dude is still somehow underrated to me and like and he's doing some of the craziest crap i've ever seen like he is so unreal strong um and i taught him to take his first bump so <laughs> like i love that he's out there doing crazy huge crap um aw like i said i'd love to work the acclaimed uh one of our first shows ever at warriors was the first people we met were max and bear bronson so like I love those guys. I root for them to do well all the time. Um, Orange Cassidy, absolutely one of my favorites. Uh, going back a little bit, like I- I'm a huge mark for Lex Luger. Um, I- I- not because he's. I just I love. I- there's something I just like. That is a nostalgia thing that I loved him as a kid. I uh, seen him twice recently, and it's just like wow, that's the same human. Yeah, it's. Uh, he's he seems to be in a good place mentally though, which is is nice to see. Crazy thing too is you have people who uh, uh once oh, real quick uh thank you so much for the the follow on stream appreciate you uh <laughs> the person on the left looks like Kevin Owens uh he's my cousin he's my cousin 
Um, uh, <laughs> whatever. If it keeps you here, no, I, we're not really fans. Oh, those really are also guys. I, I love Owens and and oh, Zane. Sammy. Yeah, I used to like. They were guys that I got to hang out with and backstage at Jersey All Pro, and they were sweethearts then, and they're the best now. Love um, Brody Lee was a guy I loved back then. R.I.P. Like, yeah, absolute sweetheart. Kenny Omega used to play like Xbox with that dude. Uh, one of the like super nice dude. Love, love him. Love the Bucks. Like, I would watch any of those. Did you, have, did you get to work with Cole at all? When he was on the scene, um, I actually got to take promo photos of Cole backstage at Jersey All Pro show. Uh, That's so, him and him and Kevin Owens are my two favorites right now. Yeah, those are those are guys that like I definitely have like the promo shots that I shot. It's such a weird mix of people. It's like Adam Cole, like Eddie Kingston, Necro Butcher, and like Drake <laughs> Younger. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is, oh, like the Osirian Portal. There you go. Uh, another one who just recently skyrocketed for me. Um, I, I'm new to the Japan scene. And I watched one match of the guy, and I thought he had the best match on the whole card. I don't care what people tell me. Uh, and then he left, and I was like, this guy's the best in the world. Just if it, just what he does in the ring and how he can tell a story. Jay White is so incredibly talented. He's so good. Uh, one of the coolest things in the past like couple of years for me is we, we did work a show in New York. It was the show that Del Rio had the viral thing where he didn't get paid. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, like I didn't get paid that day, but I, I was getting paid in stories. And uh, I also got to meet like a few of my favorite wrestlers from Japan on that show, which was like for me, like Ultimo Dragon was there, right? Ultimo Dragon I had met before. I, that's, yes. I've, I've been on two shows with Ultimo Dragon. I don't know how that's happened. Um, but the coolest guys I got to meet on that show who are guys that I grew up watching and love watching now um, were Nakajima, uh, which is like, I've been watching him since he was like 20 and he was tagging with Kensuke Sasaki, who was one of my all time favorite Japanese wrestlers. And, um, oh my God, who the hell else was there? It wasn't Kenta. It was, uh, Marafuji. Marafuji was there and Marafuji is like incredible. So those, that was like awesome for me. Um, I love like that era of like Noah guys of like Marafuji, Kenta, um, Goshiyazaki, uh, those guys were like i love that stuff i love new i love strong style japanese stuff even though i work the silliest gimmick (laughs) you and turner get along great then matt Turner. oh yeah oh yeah Yeah. uh so outside of professional wrestling what what are some of your hobbies and some passions i I know you guys used to or still do a podcast is that still a thing we do not uh, anymore um thankfully that was taking years off my life watching awful wcw thunder (laughs) um I, I'm a big sports guy. Love hockey. Love I have devil season tickets. Love love the sport. Uh, let's go devils. Um, as you could, I big big Pokemon fan. I have a bunch all around the house in different places. Um, Who's your favorite favorite Pokemon? I'm a Charmander guy. Uh, since, okay. Since since day one. More recently, I love Fuecoco. I think he's like the stupidest little derpy crocodile, and he has no thoughts in his head, and I just want to protect him. Um, <laughs> love Bidoof. Love, if, if a Pokemon looks like it has never had a thought, I love it. Like a Slowpoke? Um, Slowpoke, Totodile, uh, Bidoof, Wooper and Quagsire, uh, <laughs> Shuckle. Like, love them. Love the derpy Pokemon. Um, I like the ones with the really creepy Pokedexes. Like when you're reading, you're like Gengar's like it will it will kill you. Like there's oh, no escape. Oh, so like, <laughs> like, like Drifloon. Yeah, like yeah, Drifloon. Uh, 
was a Pichu. If if you take off its hood, it'll you'll you you'll die looking at it. But it keeps its Pokemon oh, like it keeps Mimikyu. It. Yeah, Mimikyu. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's a whole there's so many. Uh, yeah. I, but yeah, I love love Pokemon. I've uh, been playing Pokemon Sleep lately. By playing, I mean I've been sleeping and tracking my sleep. Um, do you have to you have to have a special device for that, or can you just do it from your phone? Just do it from your phone. Really? Yeah, you just turn it on and it it tracks your sleep, um, records the awful sounds you make, and Pokemon show up and you befriend them and they help you feed Snorlax. It's not it's not it, it's like a very passive game, but like it's cute, so I play it. Um, right. I'm, I'm downloading it tonight. I thought I needed to have the special Pokemon no, watch. No, you don't thing. need it. You just like put your phone like next to you, face down on the bed. As long as it's charging, it'll be fine. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, I'm a gamer, somewhat. I don't play as much as I used to, but like I have all my old consoles, like Super Nintendo, N64, PS2. They're all hooked up. Um, I was playing MLB The Show right before I got on here. Uh, Did you see that kid that on t- on TikTok? My brother's friend. My brother's an MLB Twitch streamer, uh, Captain Butters. For everyone out there who wants to go follow him, but there's a guy on there. He'll play the game and then he like cuts himself in a green screen. So say like if his player makes a stupid error or he gets called out when it's clearly safe, he'll like. It'll, it'll be a green screen of the instant replay and he'll be sitting there, what's wrong with you? He's screaming in the guy's face. Bro, I watch this. I'll send you a TikTok or two of him. Nice. He's so yeah. fucking funny. I've, He's just I've, insane. I've been playing co-op lately. Uh, me, Coach Mikey from the uh, the Ugly Ducklings and Wheeler Yuta have been playing uh, MLB The Show lately. That's crazy. <laughs> Weird combination of humans. Um, yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, I I mean, I, I try... I'm, I'm trying to be smart about like eating and just go for walks. And I, I love music. I have like 10 concerts planned coming up that I'm going to before the end of the year. Anything, anything uh, big? Um, All American rejects of newfound glory. That's your uh, punk emo kid. Oh yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. But then like the next week, smashing pumpkins and Interpol. Um, what else? Uh, Thursday. I'm going to see the band Thursday on a boat. I'm very okay. excited for that. Uh, Violent Femmes are coming to New Jersey. I'm going to go see them. Um, Modest Mouse, that's my favorite band. So going to see them. Them and the Pixies. Uh, that's a good be- Oh, that's a great show. Yeah. Uh, I don't have tickets. I'm just going to go hang out because it's an outdoor show. So like you could hear it from the beach. I'm just going to yeah. go chill on the beach or on, on a bar and listen. Last, last concert I went to, I don't know if it was the uh, Hello Omega tour with Green Day, Weezer, Fall Out Boy, or okay. if it was... If it was Ghost and Volbeat, I, and I left there a huge ghost. Like I love Ghost. They're I so fun. It's like I pro wrestling it. and music. There's like their gimmick, their shtick. Volbeat's terrible. I'll never see Volbeat ever again. I saw Weezer with Panic at the Disco like seven years ago. Oh, I love um, Weezer. Me too. I have a picture with Weezer. I'm giving. Really? I'm giving Rivers Cuomo bunny ears. Uh, I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, love. Uh, the most recent show I just went to was uh, Sad Summerfest, which was like Taking Back Sunday, the main uh mom jeans hot mulligan and head automatica and i was like yeah sign me yeah, up i got that tickets like, like that sounds like tony deppin's wet dream right there. oh i got tickets for 10 bucks bro i was i was yeah. so in like i i decided the day before i'm like i'm going to this i forget yeah. who deppin went and seen the day after he broke his arm when he I when he wrestled that he had pictures of i know he went to see hot mulligan i know he went to see tiger's jaw um all around the same time um, that, that's yeah. what i'm going to see uh i love just I love going to live shows. I'll go to any live music. Like when I went to Nashville, it was like the most fun, just bar hopping and listening to music everywhere I See, went. I always thought I was always under the impression that if you go to Nashville, it's all country music. And they're like, no, no bro. Every depends, genre of music. Some of them are more like old school country bars. Um, Kid Rocks is like no country at all. Uh, 
I don't like him, but his bar is pretty dope. So I'd go in there uh, and drink him at a Bud Light. I it's so funny that like everyone was like, "Oh, the Bud Light thing," and I'm just like, I, I think he still serves it at his bar. So like, he does, he does. Yep. Yeah. So guy's full of crap. Um, <laughs> Shocker. I think he's doing. It, did he? Is he opening up or did he open up SummerSlam or was that a thing? Oh yeah, he did. He did. I did not. I, I was like half watching at the time. Yeah, I didn't see. Uh, I actually did watch SummerSlam. It's the most recent thing I've I've watched at my friend's house. We had it set up in the yard on a projector, so we watched. It. That's a good. It's it's way better to watch. Like I had to watch it by myself and I fell asleep. But pro wrestling is meant to be a group activity. Oh, and to, to swing it back a little bit, two guys I absolutely love and will go out of my way to watch in WWE because they're awesome and everyone should love them. And one of them is getting the respect they deserve, and the other one is starting to get there. Gunther is the best and anyone who says otherwise is wrong yeah. um and uh oh my god why am i blanking um, yeah it's uh the russian dude from uk uh, from uk nxt um oh my god the russian uh, dude from nxt uk yeah uh russian uh, what the frig is his name why can't i think of it um he had the matches with gunther uh you mean uh, Scottish? No, not Drew McIntyre. Oh. Um, in NXT. Oh, Dragonov. Dragonov. Ilya Dragon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dragonov is. I don't know why. I have his shirt. I. I yeah. I couldn't, <laughs> one of those days. Dragonov is unreal. Like one I of the best. Thought I thought Dragonov was German. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I didn't know he was Russian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the best baby faces in wrestling right now. His baby face comeback. His facial expressions. They're so good. He's such a good face in peril. I love watching him wrestle. Um, his like full on crazy breakdowns as he makes his comeback. They're awesome. Uh, absolutely awesome. Um, and then the last thing I would say I do is like, I collect autographs. I have so many, I have like 5,000 autographs of wrestling or just all around. Not many wrestling actually. Cause I don't like getting things signed by people who aren't signing their real name. It's weird to me. Um, okay. I have two, three, three wrestling autographs, Goldberg, uh, <laughs> Bret Hart, Actually, well, Kenny Omega, but like th th those I got in person, like I was just given. You know, uh, my you know what my Holy Grail autograph is. I was at uh, Hamburg and um, uh, IWTV. Um, Jerry was there, and he had a whole bunch of Jakar eight by tens. Hell yeah! And he had oh. the, the the colony. He had he had uh, Tracy, um, Orange, and uh, Gulak all under masks, autographing it as the ends. And I was like, that's a must have. I, I have a. Um... <laughs> I have a, a hate by 10 from Jerry from when he wrestled in Chikara. Yeah. He, he didn't do eight by tens. He did hate by tens where he would tell you why he hated you and then sign it. Yeah. But yeah, like right next to me, I have like a stack. Oh no, it wasn't Jerry. It was Gary. Gary from uh, Sportmark. Oh. Yeah. Gary was selling them. Yeah. I have like my stack of autographs. It's like separated by sport, but just like to grab some literally off the top. The first one I grabbed, like uh, John Waters. That's um, awesome. Uh, who else is here? Joey image in the chat. What's going on, Joey? Um, if you, I mean, if you want to go with the Kruger thing, yeah, Heather, Heather Langenkamp. Um, do you ever meet Robert England? I haven't. Uh, I have I'm met too much. I won't stay in line. I have met Lloyd Kaufman, um, That's aka a Toxic Avenger or creator of Toxic Avenger, like Julie Newmar, the original. Uh, I, 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 I was in a line with her, but I was for Adam. It was Adam West, Julie Newmar, and Burt Ward all there. And That's I sick. stood in the Adam West line with somebody just so I could hear him talk. 
and he didn't say a word to anybody that auto- uh, he autographed. He literally autographed it and handed it off. He didn't say a word. Here's to anybody. an incredible two that I have that go together. So we have, uh, oh, Uncle, R- Uncle Rico, Uncle Rico, John Grease, and <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, and Napoleon. And I then, like that. under here is like I have a bunch. If you've ever seen the movie The Room, uh, like mm-hmm. the worst movie of all time, um, Denny. Chris R, where's my fucking money? Um, <laughs> like, I, I, it's just a thing I started doing at one point, and the, the just... coolest one I had, I don't even think I have it anymore. I think, I think my my wife, uh, my ex wife has it. Uh, we met um, Tom Savini, and he autographed my favorite movie of all time, Dawn of the Dead poster, and, oh, and we got I got it autographed in Monroeville, and then three tables down from her him was China. And she had nobody at her table. And I walked up and I was just like, hey, thank you so much for everything you've done in your career. You're you're the greatest woman to ever do this. And her yeah. handler goes, if you're not paying, you need to leave. And I went, there's nobody here. I'm just saying thank you. And she goes, yeah. buzz off. Like she yeah. was super rude. And China just stood there and she just looked like she wasn't home at all. And she actually passed away like three days later. That's rough. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's an incredible few in a row just that I grabbed off the top of this stack. Red Dog so Wrestling have, says, what's up there, Papa Wayne? We got... Uh, oh, oh, is that uh, from uh, Daredevil? Yep. Um, He's such a good Daredevil. I need more Daredevil in my, my life. My favorite show, my favorite TV show of all time, uh, Boy Meets World. We got Sean okay. Dad, uh, Blake Clark. I'm an idea man. Um, and then if... Vader was in that show, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> 90s Kids will appreciate Mark oh, Summers. Mark Summers, yeah. And then... This is one of my absolute favorites, so I'm glad I, I found it right here. Alex Trebek. Uh, yep. We have someone in the chat who is a game show nut. He's going to love that autograph. He's a oh, big game show guy. And you know what else he'll really enjoy? Do you have Bob Eubanks? Uh, there it is. From the Hunter, if you're game. still in here, I hope I hope Hunter's still here. Hunter Hunter actually in our Discord hosts game night, and he like has all these like crazy games, and he puts them in the Discord, and everyone plays along. He's like Hell a yeah. huge game show. Yeah. Um, one of my, this is a, a personal favorite of mine, but I'm a huge Twin Peaks fan. So, uh, comical. I've never seen Twin Peaks. I should probably watch it. I, I, I was told I really like it. It's certainly weird. Um, oh, there's Hunter there. He says, I freaking love this. He loves your game <laughs> show stuff. Yeah. So that's, that was just like the stat. That's literally right next to where I'm sitting. Um, I love that. Did you, did like, you go to cons and get these? Uh, so some of them, yes. Some of them I've gotten, um, just like, through a mailing address to like a fan club or like I'll, I'll print the photo out. I have a photo printer. I print it out. I mail it with return postage, um, write a letter why I'm a fan and just mail it. And like two thirds of them have come back uh, over awesome. the years. And I've been doing it for like 12 years. I started doing it because I was like really depressed with my home life. And um, I had all this extra time and I was like, I should do something. And I'm like, well, what can I do to brighten my day? And I was like, well, if I write to these people and pay for stamps and print out the photos and send them, um, it was originally baseball cards. Uh, it's like it gave me something to look forward to in the mail every day, other than yeah. like junk mail and bills. Or so, Amazon purchases. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it became kind of a thing I did. I started doing it in 2010. And like through the mail, I've probably gotten like three or 4,000 autographs over the years. That's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. Who was the most shocking that you sent out and that you came back with? Um, ooh, uh, Leslie Nielsen early on was a really sh- like surprising one. Um, a few times I've sent to like Broadway shows because that's always a good place to like send if, if someone's on Broadway. 
like very recently i just got back uh tatiana maslany as she hulk which was really cool wow um mark ruffalo was a really cool one uh jeremy renner was a really like the, the marvel ones were all really cool yeah. um we just did i did a podcast a while like back in the day it was called not cool in high school and the one guy on the podcast was just into weird creepy off the wall things and you know those chick chacks chick chick tracks those little religious yeah. comic books so he messaged like wrote a letter to the guy like saying about his like his things and they sent him like an original art piece that's awesome and like only three people in the world have anything by this guy oh man yeah two really cool ones i have to, to go off that is um i mailed to uh the creator of darkwing duck uh tad stones i believe is his name um hunter has alex trebek uh pat sajak and vanna white he also has a bob baker autograph treading car oh, somewhere that's bob awesome Parker. yeah um yeah I, I i mailed to uh tad stones um it's either stones or stone i'm unsure off the top of my head it's one of those days but he he signed my darkwing duck photo and also did a sketch of launchpad for me who's my favorite character and mailed oh, it man. back it's like i have that framed in the other room um i sent to the creator of the the tick the comic and the the show and he did like a whole drawing on the photo and mailed it back. Um, like stuff like that is so crazy to me. I had a buddy who has uh, Hulk, the Hulk, the edition of Hulk where Wolverine makes his first appearance at the last <laughs> page. And then he has the next issue where Wolverine's in the first, the whole issue. And Stein Lee signed both of them and drew. Nice. Uh, he did a doodle I, of, of, of Wolverine on the comic. I love uh, I go to Comic-Con every year and I have I, I have a bunch of comics signed in the other room like they're all there's some really cool ones in there like John Romita Jr. and so, like really famous like artists and writers and stuff. It, it's always that's always cool. Like I have New Mutants 2 signed by the the like stuff like that is just cool to me. Um, I would love to get Hush signed by Jim Lee or uh, one of the Batman comics. One of the two we did by Ke oh. uh, Kevin Smith and I uh, have, Walt so Flanagan. I have um I have an issue of Daredevil that's currently at sitting at my job. Kevin Smith comes at my job all the time. What? I I, I work at a vegan bakery, and <sighs> I fuck so I dude. Kevin Smith's the reason I do this. Like I sold all of my collectibles and to buy the equipment to start my podcast because that's what he did to chase his dream with Clerks. Um, you know uh, he's he, a huge hero of mine. <laughs> I live ten minutes from his movie theater, like that. He I know I want to go there so bad, and the the, the and the, the grocery store, the Quick Stop. Yeah, that's that's ten minutes from my house. Um, <sighs> I I've it's it's so funny. I've run into him. I've never met him, but like I've been like like walked past him so many times, yeah. and he always comes to my job when I'm not there. So I have I currently have an issue of Daredevil sitting in my job waiting to be signed for the next time he comes in. Um that's signed by like the rest of the people who've worked on it already, just not him. Yeah. Uh he recently uh man, they, they just did a showing of the Clerks animated series at his theater. Such a good cartoon. And I it sold out before I could go, but I was gonna go because um Brian O'Halloran and Jeff were both there. And I was like, I love I, I went, Steve Dave too. Dude, I went to a I went to a Q&A. Um, actually, I went to a live commentary with Kevin Smith for Clerks 3 in his theater for $10. <laughs> yeah, when I'm in the area, I'm hitting you up. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. What, gonna have... what is your, what's your favorite Kevin Smith movie? Uh, I own Dogma on Blu-ray. Which is like, I know a that's, 200, a, it's like a $200 Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. 
And I have um, a steel copy of Red State. So, UK version. So nostalgically, um, Jay and Bob Strike Back is, is okay. a personal favorite because like I shouldn't have owned it as like a 12-year-old, but I did. Um, Jamie's a big wrestling fan. I love that. Yo, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's from he he grew up in the town. Dude, I I was just at the Secret Stash this weekend. Um, the new one? Yeah. Yeah. It has a bunch I, of props in it. It's really cool. And the and the new and the Tell Em Steve Dave store is like right down the street, right? Yeah, it's all it's all in yeah, this area. In Red Bank. Yeah. Um I, I want to go so bad. Yeah. Come to me and we'll go. I'll show all you. All right. Cool. Um I I I think the hardest I've laughed at any Kevin Smith movie, so I think it has to be my favorite, is Clerks 2. Um, okay. I, I just can't... It hit me at the right time. Like, I was in high school when it came out. I remember them filming it near here. Like, so I was watching... Like, I went to some of the filming. Like, that is just such a... There's such a... Oh, it's so funny. It's such a funny movie. The original is really funny dialogue-wise. The yeah. second one is just nonstop. Like, laughs per minute is, like, off the charts. Yep. Yeah, so, clerk, clerk. I, I have a three-way tie between clerks, uh, uh, mall rats. But I think the one that le- t- tips a chain for me, I love chasing Amy. I, I yes, I know a lot of people who love. It's just, I think clerks two has to be my my choice. It's just like yeah, in such, I don't know. It harkens back to my high school years. Like I was too young for clerks when it came out. Um, yeah, <laughs> but clerks two hit the right time, and clerks three was. I, I I know people have mixed feelings about it. I loved it. I. Like I thought it was incredible. I cried. Um, yeah. If you didn't cry, you're not human. No. And it was all shot locally. And like all the original people from the original clerks came back to do like bit parts. It was so cool. Like, like if you, if I live didn't... in a small shitty little coal region town. And, and, and I started this podcasting thing because of Kevin and I love his dreams and just chasing his dream. And that's why I'm doing what I do. But I also love the fact that he, he is being paid to be himself. Like he's not a character. Mm-hmm. He's just being paid to be who he is as a person and that he got so famous and so popular that he helped other people get there too. like Q from impractical jokers. Like they're all part of the same circle and he helped so many people get to where they want to be and people travel to his hometown because he put shit there because when he made it big, like he doesn't live there, but he gave back to where he came from. And I, dude, I just, he's such a hu- good human being. Um, He actually does. Uh, I think he has an apartment above the movie theater now where he, like- Oh really? Because he, he posts all the time of him, like, um, like he goes to the theater just for, like, random movies. Like, my friend went to see uh, Barbie at his theater a couple weeks ago, and we're sitting. they were sitting next to him. And um, they were sitting next to him, Harley, and Austin. Like, just in the, like watching Barbie. So like, he crazy. just goes. It, it, it's, like, $15, and so he just might show up. Yeah. I love um, that so much. Is it a good I, theater? I think, what? Is it a, is it a nice theater? it's crappy it, it, but it, it's it's his it's a theater he grew up going to movies in it's so like that. he plays like the movies like that he watched there so it's like the movies that made him and like yeah. he does like when we saw it just after he had bought it we went to clerks three live q a it was ten dollars it was just like a random tryout thing and now he does it all the time um but he did like a full q a and was talking about it and he's like oh i i probably i think i watched die hard in this theater like as a kid um, and now he hates Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, hate, but yeah, and then he told the story was. about how he became friends with Alan Rickman, like yeah. afterwards, which was like really cool. Um, yeah. He's, if you look at his Instagram, he's like, he posts like photos of him, like walking and, and like stuff. It's a lot of that's like in the town. Like yeah. he's there 
fairly often. Often enough that he comes to like our bakery, which is a few times over. I'm 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 hooked. I'm there. One day he'll be there when I show up. It yeah. It always happens where like he comes on like a Sunday, and I'm like driving around, and I get back. And Uh, is this a theater around the corner from the stash? Uh, It's not the Basie Cinema. So that's in Red Bank itself. That was bought by Count Basie uh, Theater, which is like the big music uh, thing. Um, His theater is in Atlantic Highlands, um, right off Route 36. It's called the Smod Castle. Smod Castle, yeah. Smod Castle Cinema. Uh, It's, yeah, it's... It's right near where like the Sea Streak Ferry goes over to New York City. Uh, um, it's a cool little strip of like, it's like the main street into town and it's like all the restaurants and the theater. I used to go see movies there when I was in like eighth grade, like before he bought it. Uh, so sick. I definitely went to see Harry Potter there and Kung Pao Enter the Fist. So <laughs> it's been around forever, but it's a cool yeah. little hole in the wall. It's a shitty theater, but like you're going for the experience. Yeah. So in closing, man, is anything that you want to plug, you want to get out there and tell people about? Um, I would say definitely check out the stepdads on uh, more rad lately because I've been hurt, but weekly. Um, check us out on GTS Wrestling, uh, Grim's Toy Show. Um, and we have a few shows coming up at the end of the month. Uh, the 25th, we're in Connecticut for Lit Wrestling's debut show um, where we're having a uh, stepladder warfare four-corner match. And we're having we're back at LTW where we're defending our titles uh, the 27th on a Sunday um, in Tom's River. So look up LTW and uh, I think it's Dandy Mania. Uh, that's that's about it. Um, any other plugs are already in the bottom, so I don't need to plug that stuff. Yeah, dude, thank you so much for this. I had such a good time. Yeah, sorry uh, I held you up so long. I know no, you. No, I love it. This. this I had to, I had to kill it because we're do, if we would have gotten into a pop culture thing, we'd have been here all night. <laughs> yes. But listen. Here's what I here's what I say. I know a lot of people are like, oh, the podcasting game. Every podcast asks the same questions, but I think it's important to document this because not. I want to eventually get to this point with the podcast where I interview musicians or I interview other people in other fields, and I want to keep it very baseline questions because it's like a good like introduction to the person. And then when I have you back on later, then we can talk for an hour about bullshit. You know what I mean? Any good interviewee can branch off to what they want to talk about from the basic questions. Anyway, yeah, like that's, that's the whole point. That's what I try to do. And yeah. it, 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 it comes down to the guest. You know what I mean? sometimes people have really good stories like, and they, they go longer on their intro and then we can't really get to it at the end, but it's, it, it, it all, it, it's, it depends of interview to interview, but I had a really good time with this one. I hope everyone did in the chat. Uh, make sure you hit the thumbs up button over on YouTube. If you haven't already, go over and hit subscribe. I think we're getting really close to 750. So we're still on that quest for 1K. Um, someone commented on the thing and they're like, oh, a GTS member. I'm like, I look back. I'm like, I have like six GTS people I've interviewed, uh, including Grim, which is super thankful he did that for me. But yeah, I, and I've never been to the the establishment. So I got to I gotta ride out it's, one day. And it's a fun time. It. Like I, I just, I haven't been there lately because I, Last time I was there, I got hurt, and I've been taking a little time off. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, like, I enjoy wrestling there. I just – the scheduling has just, like, worked it badly for me, and I've just been banged yeah. up. I've had bad luck lately. Yeah. Uh, my parting words, I just want to say this because I always like to say this, um, and it, you made me think of it because you brought up, like, the musician thing, and it's all performance art. Mm-hmm. Wrestling is drag. Enjoy it for what it is. Um, it's a show. It's a good time. Uh, you know, love each other and enjoy what you enjoy. <laughs>
been no, there's no other way we're going to end it just right there. Uh, here's some music by the Converse kid, Billy Trey, who looks like the lead singer of Weezer. We'll see you guys next time. We're out of here. Actually, real quick, I, sh- I do have to end with this. Come back tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be back at 7, th- uh, at 7 p.m. once again. The interview got moved from Thursday to Wednesday. Tomorrow we're with Big Dan Champion, baby. So oh, come hang out. Come hang I, out with us. Guy kicked my ass in basketball one time. Yeah. <laughs> so come hang out tomorrow, 7 o'clock with Big Dan Champion. And uh, we'll see you later. See you tomorrow.